This is a Spiva Media production. Hey there, this is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. This is my last episode of my series called New Year, New You. Last weekend, I talked with my good friend Veronica Allen Hunt about how to cultivate a positive mindset. This week, my own positive mindset was challenged. It seems like since December, I've been hit with more bad, more days of bad news than not. I literally cannot count how many people I know that have gotten COVID since the beginning of December. For the longest time, I used to be able to say that I didn't know anyone who had it. My husband and daughter, they got it over the summer, but the symptoms were so mild that if it wasn't contagious, they could have gone to work or to school. Even in the fall, I still knew of no one in my life who got COVID. And since December, I now know three people who have died from COVID. In addition, I cannot tell you, at least without making a list, of how many people currently have cancer in my life. I keep thinking to myself, I just know way too many people. So, of course, I know more people who are sick. If I only knew three people, then the amount of people I know who are struggling would be less. However, the joy I receive from knowing so many people would be less too. But the fact is, too many people are sick, like really, really sick or dying just in my circle. In addition, I'm terrified that my parents will get it. That being said, my son who was in college, he hasn't come home for a month. He stopped in the other day, but he hasn't come home for a month simply because he does not want to get my parents sick. A month is way too long for me to be away from him. (laughs) I was doing okay, but now I'm back to busying myself simply so I won't start crying. It's pathetic, I know. (laughs) But if you've sent a kid to college, you probably understand. So have I kept a positive attitude since the beginning of December? I would say yes for the most part. How? I think it's because I practice gratitude daily. In my Create the Awesome journal, there is a space to write down what I'm thankful for. Now, you don't have to buy my journal just to practice gratitude, but of course, I would love it if you did because in addition, it will help you start a consistent prayer practice and help you organize each day and so much more. However, you can just simply write down three things you are grateful for each day. I've discovered that through all of this, I've been able to write way more than three things that I am thankful for. And often they're little things like the smell of my daughter's hair or sitting down to eat a meal with my teenage daughter or the fact that my son FaceTimed me just to talk. I know it isn't much, but these things really do add up and they are what keeps me afloat each and every day, especially lately. And I know I have talked about how I have to stay busy so I don't drown in all the sadness. And this works for me until my body physically can't take anymore and I just have to sit down and have a good cry. This does not happen very often, but it, it did the other day. And if you're like me, I found it very helpful to get the crying out with my husband. He really, all he really did was just listen, and because he didn't say much, I was able to verbalize that this too will pass, and 
after a few minutes, it did. I mean, I'm responsible enough that I know I know I had to keep going. I had to get the girls ready for school. I had a morning meeting I had to get to. I also told them that I knew there was nothing that I could do about it. I cannot take cancer away. I cannot make the pandemic stop. And this is a hard pill to swallow because I'm a doer. And I want to fix my problems and other people's problems. And I want to take care of business right away. And I had to think, what can I do? I can't take it away, but I can call or text my friends to see how they're doing. I can pick up dinner for my friend who is quarantined with her kids. I can offer to clean my friend's house when she's struggling with chemo. Talking through the things I can control, so me, I can only control me and only me, really helped me stay positive. Another thing that has really helped me is getting organized, and that's what I want to talk about today. And I don't totally know what has gotten into me, but I've been an organizing beast lately. Actually, I do kind of know how I'm pulling this off. Since my son is in college and my other daughter can now drive herself, I don't have nearly as much running around to do as I used to. Only my nine-year-old can't drive, and she's in just one sport. And I carpool with one of her friend's parents, so I have some extra time. And also getting organized has helped with keeping my mind off all of the things I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. I never knew how much getting organized could bring so much joy. You might think I'm crazy, but keep listening. It's been a ton of work, but so worth it in so many ways. My getting organized journey all started by watching an episode of MTV's Ridiculousness, And I'm not going to go through all the details because I already talked about it in episode 111. However, if you didn't catch that episode, um, they were talking about feng shui, which I had heard about before, but I didn't know much about it. So I started checking it out on Pinterest. So in episode 111, I talk about feng shui. So if you want more details on that, go over there and check that out. But as a follow up to that episode, I'm starting to think there is something to feng shui. If you didn't hear that episode and you don't know what feng shui is, according to Google, it is a a system of laws considered to govern spatial arrangement and orientation in in relation to the flow of energy, which is called qi, and whose favorable or unfavorable effects are taken into account when sitting and designing buildings. In other words, basically, it's moving your furniture or designing your house a certain way to get the positive energy flowing, or qi. Now, if you look up ways to feng shui your home, you will more than likely think it is the nuttiest thing ever, because I did. But I do like getting content together for you guys, so away I went with the feng shui. One thing that's great about having a podcast is that I I like trying all these new things and then letting you know how it goes. So, um, So lately, it's been feng shui. So keep listening because I'm going to tell you how feng shui has been working out for us in the organization realm. You might be thinking, I came here because I need help getting organized. I didn't come here to hear about feng shui. Well, hear me out. Feng shui has helped me to get super organized and so much more. If you search Pinterest on feng shui, one of the first things feng shui experts will tell you is to declutter. Now, this is a very daunting task for some. I've been decluttering for years, way before I read about feng shui. 
And if you want to get organized, this is where you start. And if you're already overwhelmed with all of the daily things that you can barely keep your head above water without the thought of also decluttering, trust me, I know how you feel. When your to-do list is already full, taking time to declutter is the last thing on your list. One of the things I learned is that I had to accept that getting organized is going to take time. It has taken me years to get as organized as I am, and I still have a long way to go. So here's what I've been doing for literally years. I'm sure you buy things from Amazon. I mean, who doesn't, right? Every time I get a delivery from Amazon, I leave the empty box out in an area that I walk by all the time. So for me, it's behind my couch. And my couch is not up against a wall, but I walk through that area several times a day. And anytime I go to a cabinet, say the coffee mug cabinet, I grab an old mug that I haven't used in years and I put it in the box. My youngest is growing like a weed, so often she'll put on an outfit for school and it no longer fits. I toss that in the box. My youngest is also very good at accumulating little toys somehow, like those little squishy figurines or things from a treat bag given to her from school. And these little toys lose their spark relatively quickly, and then they are found scattered about the house. And when I see one, I toss it in the box. You get the picture. Once the box is full, I take it over to our local Goodwill store. Another way I got um, a lot decluttered was in my 100 Life Challenges journal, there was a 30-day challenge to declutter something every day. This journal is great, but if you're not into that, I suggest making a grid on a piece of paper that has 30 boxes. And write an area down that needs to be decluttered in each box. Now, if you are feeling overwhelmed with the decluttering like I was, only write down the areas that will take you like 15 minutes. So I wrote things like above the fridge. Yes, that space actually needed to be decluttered, don't ask. <laughs> the, ment the mantle. And yes, that too was bad. The TV stand or the baker's rack. Some of the tasks took less than 15 minutes. At any rate, pick, pick one each day and set your timer and cross it off when you're done. And sometimes my timer would go off and I had more decluttering to do, so I would just keep going. I mean, I was already in the middle of it, so I might as well finish it. And the act of crossing things off is so satisfying to me and I wanted that reward. At first, you don't notice how much of a difference you're making, but eventually, if you keep at this, well, at least this is what happened to me, there will come a day when you take a moment just to look around, just to pause, because you're so satisfied with your bad self. I actually had a day where I felt like my house said thank you. Back to the feng shui way. We have to declutter first. And seriously, you might become addicted to this. Believer or not, you know that when you declutter something and see a nice, neat space, you mentally feel better. I don't know the science on this. I'm sure someone has researched this. But if you're listen but you're listening to a real person tell you that when I see a decluttered space, I just feel better. I like feeling good. So I stepped up my game. I feng shuied my bedroom. So what does that mean exactly? Well, first, and this is going to sound crazy, but there's this thing called a Bagua map. 
And I'm not going to get into a ton of detail, but according to Google, a Bagua map is used to divide your space into nine separate areas, each one relating to a certain theme. The map allows you to pinpoint where you could make adjustments just to ensure good chi flow. End of quote. According to the Bagua map, my bedroom is located in the love-marriage relationship part of the house. And the first thing I did in order to force me to declutter um, was that I hired a professional painter. And I didn't need to move my furniture out of the room, but she did ask me to pick up all the little things. Well, my room had a lot of little things. And by hiring a painter, I was forced to do something with all of the little things that were all over my bedroom. Next, according to the Bagua map, this is the area of the home that should include colors that reflect love, like reds and pinks, and textures that encourage sleep and relaxation. I painted the walls gray and white. I know, not the colors of love, but I bought the coziest bedspread ever. It's a light orange, but it could be mistaken for pink. It's like a pinkish orange, and it's fluffy, like stuffed animal material. It's so warm and snuggly. Actually, when I was looking around my room, there's only one thing that's pink in there, and that was this picture that my husband made for me. Feng Shui experts also say that if you're trying to attract love in your life to keep your current relation or to keep your current relationship healthy, you should have um, your bedroom as if there were are two people living in it. So, like if you're single now, make your bedroom as if two people share it. So. This part is a little irrelevant for me because I literally am married to the man of my dreams. So I guess, if nothing else, this should continue to keep our relationship healthy. If you're seeking a mate, try this. I mean, what do you have to lose anyway? So I don't really know if this works in the area of attracting a mate, but I did create some really good energy in this room. If attracting a mate or fixing your current relationship is your situation, then do things like have two nightstands. Just make sure your room is for two people, whether there are two people living in it or not. Now, my husband does not live with me, so it would be easy to make my bedroom only for me. So I did make sure that um, he has his own nightstand, etc. Experts also say not to have photos of the kids in your bedroom. I had tons in there, so out they went. I only have photos of my husband and me. And don't worry, there are photos of the kids all over the rest of the house, just not in the bedroom. And lastly, I had to arrange my room so that good energy could flow and the room would have secure and relaxing vibes. And there's many ways to accomplish, accomplish this, but Feng Shui has a few guidelines. First, you should be able to see the door from your bed, but not be directly in line with it. And the bed should also not be located under a window. So challenge yourself to see if you can come up with the layout that falls within the guidelines. I really like the layout of my bedroom now. It really, it really makes it more open. I, it's so much better than it used to be. Other guidelines are that the mirror should not be directly positioned in front of your bed. No plants, no TV, or gym equipment. Well, I did break a few of those rules. I kept the TV, but it's barely used. Mostly my husband uses it when he's here. Otherwise, I really don't watch TV. And I also kept the treadmill. And I don't like that it's in there, but... My kids and I worked so hard to get it in there that I don't want to go through that agonizing task of moving it ever again. So it's staying in there. 
At any rate, I did everything I could do to make this space as cozy as possible. I even have one of those cozy Himalayan salt lamps and candles. I can totally tell that there's a lot of good energy in this room. Both of my girls like to come flying in into my bedroom and throw themselves onto my bed. And my teenage daughter McKenna laid in my bed with a huge smile on her face the other day while she wiggled around in it in order to get as snugly as possible. It was really, really funny actually. And when the girls have their friends over, they show them my room, and the first thing they want to do is touch the comforter. The room is now the perfect invitation for sleeping. Once you get the ball rolling with this, you won't want to stop. I moved on to the entrances of my home next. According to feng shui, you want to keep these areas neat and orderly at all times. And honestly, I never really thought that much of the entryways, but... Um, but it is a good idea to keep it neat and clean. That's where people walk through the door. Um, so the main entryway wasn't too bad. The worst part of it was that I had um, three 31 brand uh, boxes on the narrow table that um, the kids and I called their crap baskets. So basically, and this is another thing that I did to help stay organized and I've been doing it for a long time. Um, basically anything that I found out of place but belonged to them would go into the basket. Um, and like I said, we've been doing that for a very long time. And then once the box was full or if they couldn't find anything, they could always depend on finding it in the crap basket. Well, my son Christian moved and so did his crap basket. And into the basement it went with the girls' baskets as well. And then I had this empty space on, the narrow on that narrow table in my entryway. And I looked up entryways on Pinterest just to see what I could find. And I looked for entryways that were similar to mine and then decorated them according to what I pinned. So one popular thing right now is to roll up your throw blankets and put them into a decorative basket. And we had a ton of both, baskets and throw blankets. And in addition, lots of Pinterest pins show entryways with books stacked and then maybe some kind of decorative knickknack on top of that stack. And I did this and actually it looks pretty cozy and inviting. And you know what, I'm so bad at decorating. There's no way that I would have come up with these little ideas on my own. So Pinterest is a very good place for the little things like this. Like most homes, we have two entryways. We have the main one and then we have the garage entryway. And the garage is a hot mess right now and I'm not even gonna get into that. But I did hire that same painter to paint the laundry room which is right where our entryway is. And I would have done it myself, but there was wallpaper and it was worth every penny to pay someone to handle that for me. And I also bought a shelving unit that has coat hooks on it. And um, I decorated the shelf with some fake plants and cute sayings. And my son, when he actually stopped home the other day, um, just for a little bit, he came in and he was like, wow, the laundry room looks great. And once I had both entryways and my bedroom looking inviting using the feng shui way, I literally had a boost of energy to do more and a lot more because the basement was what came next. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I tackled the entire basement. And this might not sound like a big deal if your basement has next to nothing in it, but my basement had everything in it since my kids were born. And there was nowhere to walk, and you couldn't see the floor. I'm not going to go into much detail um, about the decluttering of the basement because I think I talked about that in a past episode. But in a nutshell, I took tons to Goodwill, and my kids helped me paint the walls and the floor. And once everything was painted, the organizing began. Now I'm gonna go, I'm gonna circle back to the laundry room for a second. It's also our shoe room, and I failed to mention that 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 room is very very small. And um, we had a shoe shelf in there at one time, but um, what it was were these two tall narrow old shelves that I had with only four compartments each. And I turned them on their sides, and we could put our shoes in there, but there was never enough space for all the shoes. So we would pile the shoes on top and all over the floor. And then we had nothing to hang our coats on except these hooks that were put in when we bought the house, but they were like at our waist level. I think the past owner probably had little kids. So you might be thinking, oh my gosh, where does this Cindy Liming live? Or you're totally relating to me. So I hope you are totally relating to me and not thinking I'm a complete slob, which I'm not a complete slob, but it was enough that it was bad enough. It was, I mean, not like you know, that we should be on TV, like on a TV reality show or anything like that, but um, it was bad enough. Let's just leave it at that. It was bad enough. Um, So for us, getting a shoe storage bench and a coat rack with some shelves um, really helped with the clutter of our home. So no more shoes everywhere and no more throwing our coats on the kitchen chairs or onto the couch. Picture it. And yes, it's probably as bad, is as bad as you're imagining. Shoes and coats, all over with no actual home. But anyway, now the basement. See if you can spend an entire day just decluttering. The rest is pretty simple. So we decluttered, painted, and organized the basement. And we followed the Bagua map that I was telling you about in the beginning. Um, The front middle part of the basement falls in the career, work, and success zone. And the Bagua map says to use dark blue or black in this area. And by following the Bagua map, In this area, I should get a promotion, a better job, change careers, or achieve goals. And I will tell you how all this decluttering has impacted the other areas of my life. Don't you worry. Keep in mind, you absolutely do not have to use feng shui to organize, but I needed guidance. I mean, nobody really ever taught me how to organize anything. Um, and I do believe it's it's a teachable skill. It just, you have to be taught. And I was never taught. There's no class on organizing. Um... But I also never know what colors to choose, so I used the Boggle map to help me decide. Anyway, I painted that wall of the basement black with chalkboard paint. And that is where the bar is. We have a nice little bar down there that never got used. And my little one was as happy as could be because her and her little friend liked to play restaurant there. And they wrote their menu on the wall with sidewalk chalk. And it's really, really cute. The left middle of the basement falls in the family relationships and core health area of the Bago map. And if decorated correctly, according to feng shui, my family relationships and social life should strengthen and my health should improve. And I'm to put things in this area that are green or blue. I use the Wayfair app 
and Amazon for almost all of my purchases. I bought a super cool oriental rug from Wayfair that's mostly blue. Items that are rectangular are to go there. So I repurposed the old, um, the old shelf back into the real shelf and painted them white, the ones that were housing our shoes from before. So now they look like new. And my mom gave me a small rectangular TV stand and got us a small TV for Christmas. And I also found an old rectangular table that was once used for the kids when they were little to play with their toys on. And it's at kid level, like for little kids to play, but coincidentally, it's making for the perfect coffee table. And there are two huge drawers underneath for storage. And McKenna had a tapestry in her room that she never used, and it's blue, and so we hung it on the wall in this area. And we also moved the rectangular futon from the loft to the basement. And then the back left corner is the prosperity, wealth, and power abundance area. And by placing the dominant color, which is purple, according to the Paco map, in this area, um, as well as rectangular items, I should generate cash flow and increase pr prosperity. I bought another oriental rug in purple for this area. McKenna's keyboard and guitar case are in this area and um, are rectangular in shape. And then lastly, the middle right area is the children and creativity and communication section of the Bago map. And if followed, my kids' health and well-being will be strengthened and creativity should be unblocked. I did not follow the Bago map too much in this area other than the dominant color should be white. So I purchased two long white tables and two chairs for this space that is now our craft area. And I also bought two sets of cube shelves from Wayfair. So I think there's like 24 cube shelves there. And then on Pinterest, I searched yarn organization because I have so much yarn. And um, someone on Pinterest bought cube shelves and sorted the yarn by color and put it, put like one color in each shelf. It actually looks pretty Pinteresting if you ask me. I think it looks pretty good. I mean, it's all organized. It looks organized even though everything's all open. Well, if you're still listening to this organizational journey of mine, I thank you. Um, let me just tell you how all of this, and there's still more to do, but so far has changed our lives. I'm not sure if following the Bago map for my marriage has helped simply because, not to brag or anything, but I seriously think I'm living the dream when it comes to marriage. And the key is probably because we don't live together, but we are happier than we've ever been. And we were happy before I used the Bago map, and we still are happy now. The front entryway of the main floor of my home is also the career, work, and success area on the Bago map. I used feng shui here and also in the basement. So the question is, does feng shui really draw in what experts say? As far as good energy, I would say yes. In all areas of the house that I decluttered and applied feng shui, I would say yes, definitely yes. Good energy is flowing through those areas. It's mostly because it still has that newness feeling, like it just looks, you know, it's still new to us. And I don't know if that's going to go away, but um, but I have a feeling that this might have happened whether I use the correct colors or furniture placement. See, if you've ever done a makeover or anything on your house, you know that newness feeling that you get when you walk in that room. Like I said, my girls run and jump into my cozy bed when they enter, and they're happy, and I feel happier when I look at my new room. And I love that both of my entryways are organized. It feels really good. So now we walk into the laundry room 
and uh, it's not so cluttery and like everything was just it was just horrible <laughs> before um, so we definitely feel good when we walk in our home now my mental health feels so much better I've noticed a difference in my stress levels when I look at the new organized spaces in my home and I should also add that that new that newness feeling it's still here and we've been working on all of this since the middle of December so the newness has not gone away and it's the beginning of February and I would say um, you know, everything is still feeling like new for us. And I walk in my home and I smile. Shoes and coats have a place. And see, when I was looking at the clutter all over the place, it was really stressing me out. And I really don't know the science on this, but um, definitely when I see uncluttered and tidy spaces in my home, I feel very happy. And if you don't believe me, just tidy up one little spot. And chances are pretty good you're going to want to keep going because you're going to like that one little area and it's going to feel really, really good. So what about getting a promotion or a new job or achieving my goals because I changed up the entryway to the feng shui way? Now, I don't know if it's due to feng shui. Gosh, that word's getting hard to say <laughs> the more I have to say it. Um, but I did... Um, I did not get a new traditional job, but I did pick up another side hustle that fell into my lap. It was already kind of a side hustle. Um, you guys know that I made and published one journal, but I stumbled upon, or was, was it a coincidence or not? I don't know. But I did. I literally stumbled upon a class that teaches exactly how to create a journal. Now, is it a coincidence? Is it feng shui? I mean, how often does a class come across your path created by someone who is an expert in exactly what you need? And let me tell you, I don't know anyone who needs to learn how to use Amazon KDP. I know you guys don't know what that is, or maybe you do, but that's what you need to create a journal. I don't know anyone that knows that needs to know how to do that but me. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't even looking for a class. It was just, I just so happened to listen to a new podcast called the Mindful Productivity Podcast. And the host teaches people how to make journals. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, I liked the title of the podcast, so I gave it a listen, and, and this is what's come out of it. I did a Google search. In fact, I wasn't even thinking about creating another journal anytime soon because, honestly, the first time through, it was really difficult trying to figure it out all on my own. But this class has changed everything, and you guys just wait and see what I've created. My mind is spinning with ideas, and I can only anticipate that I will get better and better with journal creating to the point where I can actually have a shop, which is my goal. And journals have helped me in so many ways, and now I'm creating them to help you. In fact, you can get one of the weekly pages free, like of, of this new journal that I'm working on publishing. You can get one of the pages for free by going to my website, which is yddoa.com. So anyway, does my journal creating count as a new job? Kind of, I guess. And it did fall into my lap without me doing anything. Have I achieved any goals since I applied feng shui to this area? Kind of. I had gained a grand total of nine pounds over the holidays, and I got back on the wagon and I regained control over my eating um, just after the new year, and over the last three weeks, I lost seven of the 10 pounds. Um, that I want to lose. So technically I have not reached my goal, but I'm well on my way. Is it the feng shui or is it the moving around that I'm doing trying to feng shui the house? <laughs> Perhaps it's a little bit of both. 
Now the basement was pretty much a blank slate once it was painted and decluttered. And the TV area, whose dominant color is blue, is the family relationships and core health area. I'm supposed to be strengthening these areas in my social life. And my health is also to improve. So did that happen? Actually, yes. I've spent more time with my dad than I have probably all year. Since I'm feng shuiing the house, I've bought several pieces of furniture, and basically what's been happening is that I put it together, I botch it up somewhat, and then I have to call my dad over to help me fix it. <laughs> my son stopped by unexpectedly the other day after not seeing him for a month. My mom and I had a long-needed heartfelt conversation where she told me she was proud of me and that she always has my back. My family's always been close, but it seems like my parents have had to step in a little more in the past few weeks, more than normal. In fact, my youngest was sick, so my mom kept her overnight so that I could go to work. So things like that have been going on. Like, I don't know, I just feel a lot closer to my family more lately. Um, I've also been in contact with my brother. He lives in Florida and my cousin more. Um, and then as for social life, I pretty much hang out with my parents or my husband. But a few weeks ago, I got to watch Christian's first college basketball game with my best friend and her husband. I got asked to go to lunch with a friend I hadn't seen in a while. I did that Zoom interview with my friend Veronica the, the other a couple weeks ago. Um, I was invited to teach some Girl Scouts how to do a mindful photo walk and had an absolute blast. And again, all of these things happened out of nowhere due to no planning of my own. Is it because of the feng shui? As I'm reflecting on this, I would say yes. It's bad on my part because I really didn't coordinate my meeting up with my friends. They all came to me. And, you know, I go a long time without any social life outside of my parents and my husband. Um, so the fact that this all started happening was kind of cool. Now, what about the purple area? That's the prosperity, wealth, and um, power and abundance areas. I am supposed to generate cash flow and increase prosperity. So did I do that? Yes, I did. The reason why I had the money to update my house a little is because my dad gave me money for Christmas. And he normally does this, but this time I got more than I think I ever have. Now that probably was not due to feng shui since it happens every year at Christmas time. But I also got a $10 Visa card for participating in a survey. And no, I didn't have to participate, but the opportunity was there, so I took it. Um, it just showed up in my email, and it actually wasn't even that long of a survey. So I got a $10 Visa card for that. Um, my students won two contests at school, and therefore I won two $25 gift cards, one to Target and one to Meyer. And I got a raise at my second job that I wasn't expecting. And I saved some money in a couple situations. So is that all feng shui? Perhaps. So does feng shui really work? Well, I tried it myself, and I think possibly it does. Pretty much all the situations that I shared for, with you, um, they came to me without me doing anything, and all of a sudden even. And um, all of this started to happen once I started decluttering my house. So let's come back to getting organized. I needed guidance and feng shui kind of made its way into my life. And you don't have to use feng shui, especially if you're skeptical. And if you are, I get it. But if you need some guidance in the area of organizing, feng shui will help you go beyond what you ever imagined you would do. I mean, my house has been a decluttered mess since my son was born and he's now 19 years old. 
And sure, I was putting things in my empty Amazon box. I had been doing that for years. I did notice that the more I started using feng shui, the more I wanted to more organize. And if you search Pinterest and do a little research, um, often I felt like I was being given a pep talk. It was inspiring and so nice to have some guidance on where to begin. So here's what I learned about being organized. I don't feel as stressed as I used to. In fact, I feel energized and inspired to do more of everything. I feel inspired to do more yoga, more meditating, more eating healthy, create more content, more journals. I just have the energy to happily do more. Things are easier to find, which lowers everybody's stress levels. Um, everything has a place. Literally, my kids used to misplace a shoe here and there. Things would get lost under our coats that were laying around the living room and kitchen table. Um, there's a feeling of joy and creativity in our home that wasn't there before. My girls, especially my 16-year-old, loves the new basement space. She calls it her apartment. Her and her friends made these little notebooks, scrapbooks for their boyfriends down there. And Haley did some paintings. She hadn't painted in months. My head is constantly filling up with new journal ideas. When my son came home unexpectedly today, he was like, or not today, but unexpectedly the other day, um, the laundry room and basement looked great. And he really enjoyed that and complimented it. And, um, and he even said, I can see myself practically living down in the basement when I get home and playing video games all night. And the thought of him wanting to come home warms my heart. See, he's having a fabulous time at college, which is exactly what I would want for him. But it is so nice that he wants to come back home sometimes. To wrap this up, get organized. It's only going to help you and everyone around you. And if you have no idea where to begin, or if you're so buried in clutter, start looking into feng shui. And accept the fact that it's going to take a while. Um, for me, when I needed to choose paint colors, I can't tell you how nice it was just to see what colors the experts suggest and go from there. There are so many colors that I like and that I could choose from, so looking at a boggle map took the guesswork out of everything. Sometimes it's not helpful when we have too many choices, you know? And if you know how to organize already, well, then this episode was just your friendly reminder to get started. So that's my show for today. I would love to connect more with you and hear about your journey to absolute organization. So please join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com groups slash YDDOA. You can also find me on Instagram at your DD of awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is C-Y-N-D-I, and Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. And be sure to check out my website, yddoa.com, where you'll find all the deals, resources, and episodes of your Daily Dose of Awesome. Thanks again for listening. I'm Cindy Liming, and get on out there and organize your world. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.